sister friends. Hello, sister Hello, friends. Sister friends. Hello, happy Ash Wednesday to you. And, and, and to, to you, you as well. Thank you. Awesome. awesome. Jess. Okay. Yeah, I've just bought an iPad. I know. What the heck? I don't, Jess, I'll happen so quick. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, my laptop awesome. has been, it's still really, really awesome. And I love it so much. But yeah. it has been getting real hot real quickly lately. And, like, okay, the fan yeah. has been running and stuff. And it's usually when I'm, like, watching, like, a video, like, streaming something. And I don't know why that's what activates it. But that's also, like, what I do, like, 60% of the time on my laptop. So it's just oh. been kind of, like, in the back of my mind that, like, eventually I'm probably going to have to, like, replace it. But I don't really want it to. I don't to know if you can hear me, but I'm still here. I'm hanging out my clothes. I- I'm right awesome. Here. I can right hear you. We can hear you. If you right can here. hear us. Like one minute. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Still here. Still gotta come back in one minute. Okay, I'm back. Can you hear me? Yes, but Jesse real quick went to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, why did I'm, you take a nap? Because I when I got um back is when the whole thing with like an iPad possibly started and I and I honestly I was sleepy but I like I'm feeling really okay right now. And I'm kind of glad about it because like, I'm worried that if I try to take it, if I did take a nap, then I wouldn't sleep well later. And I put yeah. myself into a bad cycle for like tomorrow. That's true. That so I like, I'd rather like hello, fall asleep hello. early, like at 10 than do yeah. it backwards. So I'm feeling okay right now. I'm sorry. But I'm sorry that why I took did so you get long. A, why'd you get an iPad? And it's really yeah. like, it's entirely a luxury buy. Like it's totally unjustified. I do not need to replace my laptop at all. Whatever, but, Mayor. You have a job. It's fine. That's right. But there was That's a sale. It was a sale. And Matt told me about it. And it was only like $230. And, oh, I, wow. and I sent mom a Marco Polo. And I was like, mom, it's totally unjustified. It's really just a luxury Mira, thing. that's like the price of like what an iPod used to cost. Yeah, but that's, yeah, yeah exactly. It was a lot cheaper than I thought. Yeah. And mom said, because I'm getting a tax refund and I'm a single lady, I should just treat myself. <laughs> so oh, you should yeah. always get, yeah, if you get a tax refund, you should always get yourself something with a tax refund. I think. So, uh, that's what happened. It. it all happened really fast. It'll happen, but then like, when I texted you that I was about to take a nap, it's when I got that text from Matt and I was like uh wait so then that, that's what happened <laughs> then I um, bought it did you get your did you get your name put on it no I don't know because it went is that a thing they still do I think so but I think you have to order it like through Apple on like on their website oh you didn't get it through Apple it's through Apple but it's like it's it's on Amazon so it's like it's oh, okay. shipping through so I'm gonna get it Friday it's coming really fast <laughs> like I'm really excited about it and I also know that's completely just like so unnecessary because I'm sure I'll still use my laptop but I just think like mom you'll, like, use, the, you'll use the heck out of it I it, use oh, my yeah. iPad all the time I don't so much anymore now that I have an iPhone because it's like the same thing <laughs> um but you have a new iPad so you'll be able to use all this stuff mine got outdated I can't update anything on it it just is like Aww. it doesn't do anything, <laughs> so it's like kind of pointless. Yeah, I should probably trade it in. Probably get a discount on a new one. Yeah, if I wanted yeah. to. Because even but, without the yeah. the sale that I got, they were a lot cheaper than I thought they were going to be. Like I thought yeah. an iPad cost the same as like my computer cost, which was like a thousand dollars or more. Mm-mm. But it was like, it was like, oh, I can I can do that. I can afford that, and so I treated myself. 
Because, like, man, you can, like, go wherever you want. Yeah. It. I know you can do that with a laptop, but, like, literally you could just, like, walk with it to the game. Right. They stay charged for so long. Yeah, right. that's so another long. thing with my laptop. My battery is, like, pretty much shot. That's awesome. So, that's so exciting, Mir. But I didn't really that's need awesome. a computer. Well, I guess it's it's worth sacrificing your nap for a new <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm real jazzed to talk to you about some fairy tales. <laughs> awesome. I think oh, we need to yeah. do a little podcast business first. Oh, yes. Because oh, we, yes. we don't, like, have a structure to this very well yes. at yeah. all. No, you're So right. I wanted to mention a couple things. Okay, great. About that. Um, I think I'm just going to start by, like, tagging our stuff. I changed our Instagram handle because I didn't like the underscores. Awesome. So it's just oh, all cool. together. Just one, we three English majors, if that's okay with you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Me. Okay. For I sure. just changed that like 10 minutes ago because I was like, I just <laughs> these underscores. And I've never had a problem finding other podcasts that I under that are written like that. You know, like all one word. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. all the other podcasts are written like that. So if you want to find them, it's pretty easy to find. So real quick, podcast business. Our Instagram handle Woo-hoo! right now. Oh, wait, hold on. Three. We are, oh, wait, wait. we are, who are we? We are we three are, English majors. We are, we three English majors. That is who we Welcome. are. Welcome to our show where we discuss Welcome. stuff with you that we read about, that you might also have read about. Listening. And, That's right. and that we just want to talk about some stories because we love with stories. you, our listeners and friends. That's right. <laughs> um, our Instagram, if you want to talk to us about anything or see photo references from any episode that we might have had, which we started about three episodes ago. So you can go on Instagram and we are We Three English Majors. And I'm Sis. I'm Jess. And I'm Mare. <laughs> yeah. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And for rating us, by the way, real quick shout out to Matt, who yeah. wrote us a review. <laughs> oh, I also saw that today and I asked him, oh, did you review us? And he said, me. No and I said, yes, you, because it was like all about that 13. I was like, that's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, that's but awesome. he left us a very nice review. Now we have two. Oh, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. <laughs> and seven ratings. We have seven five-star ratings. So thank you. Really? Whoever oh. did that, that was in our family or not in our family. We appreciate you. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, that's all really the business I got. So appreciate all the support. About whatever business you, you, if you have further business, right. you, this is the time. And happy Ash Wednesday. Ha- oh, yeah. March. Happy March. Because it is now March. Yeah. And I would just so like to formally you. apologize for the, for the time that this latest episode took. Entirely my fault, my friends. <laughs> no. It happens when it happens. That is right. our podcast motto. We do it when we do it. Happens when the spirit comes. It's yes. Like, find some more if articles. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. But it's so much fun. It is. Yes. It was. And I wrote all my notes in my pretty golden Mickey Mouse Ooh. journal. And I felt Ooh. so um, literary. Good. Okay. I too right, have my family. journal. I have my, my unicorn journal. Jess, do you have a journal? Is I you do right not. now? Oh. <laughs> no. get, get one right now. Jess, get one. <laughs> Okay, no, it's okay. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I know I have one somewhere. It's all right. Do it next time if you yeah. feel like it. Well, we didn't have to tell the whole world that it's in a journal, you guys. You just did. Yeah. The whole world. Yeah, but you asked me. You guys asked me specifically if I had I'll one. I'll cut it you out. Mary just mentioned she had one and I was holding mine. Right. Okay. Just, I, didn't, I didn't mean to shame you on your lack okay. of a journal. 
Thank you. Thank you. Okay, then I think I might have briefly mentioned this, the the weirdness of the story to you before, but I didn't ever look into it beyond the surface of what was weird about it. And so that's why I decided to go into it now. So stop. So chime in if I've already told you these things, these okay. details. Okay. But I wanted to talk about to you the tale of the Pied Piper. Mm. Ooh, okay. I like it. Because night this okay, so some background information just real real quick to our listeners. I didn't really care about the story about the Pied Piper. <laughs> it wasn't it yeah. wasn't really a story that ever like caught my interest beyond like maybe like a real brief excerpt in like a s in a collection of fairy tales, but never even anything. Because it's not a Grimm's fairy tale. And it's not um really included in any anthologies that you would like notice as a child so the only reason why this really caught my interest is that I I am a recently graduated theater student and when you were a theater student you get stuck backstage for long periods of time mm-hmm. and one time yeah. as one does I started googling wikipedia pages of fables as one does oh nice okay as one does and just by happenstance I clicked on an, um the wikipedia the Wikipedia of the Pied Piper. And this is what tripped me up, my friends, is when learning in the, whatever, the the background little tab of the story, I found out that this this fairy tale, more than really any other that I've heard about or that I've read about, has a very strange historical context in the fact that there is actual legitimate history behind it which is creepy as heck when you consider the idea that this is a story about that ends with over a hundred children being dying, murdered. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I okay. feel like I might've, I might. Okay. Go ahead. No, yeah. No, I feel yeah. Like I remember pieces of this or something. Yes. I don't know anything about it at all. Okay. It's really weird. So real quick, we'll just, we'll, we'll go into the actual literary of it to, to get okay. some groundwork. Nice. Okay. Thank so you. the most famous version, because there are multiple versions, but the one that's that has been canonized in literature is the Pied Piper of Hamelin, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong because it's a town of Germany, and so forgive me. But it's the title is the Pied Piper of Hamelin, a child story by Robert Robert Browning, and it's a um, poem. Okay. And he wrote it in 1842 as a gift for the son of one of his friends and benefactors, William McCready. And when it, he, um, when it was first published, it was published a few years after he wrote it as part of one of his collections of poems. And it, um, during his own time, it was kind of half and half rece- well-received and criticized. But the funny thing is, is that the things that were actually criticized at the time, like the, um, the things that were, partially brought out were things like his use of like atypical rhyme and like really over exaggeration and like his use of repetition were things that were um pointed out as being too childish like for a serious poem kind of even though he he did write it for a child so there's no reason that like it wouldn't have been in that voice Mm -hmm. um is actually what is now in modern times like hailed as like brilliant and like his this specific poem is actually um usually categorized as like the ideal children's verse like this is what like a lot of other more modern poets have 
have modeled themselves after whether subconsciously or not like this is like he he kind of like nailed it for what for what it's worth and he is it like is it like a rhyme scheme like the aba type kind of rhyme scheme i don't know the 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 specific structure of it i know that when i was reading through it it was um it se- the rhythm of it seemed very familiar to me, which was weird because I don't think I ever did read the Pied Piper by him. You know what I mean? Like oh. I can't, I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, it, it, the it, words didn't seem familiar, but like the flow of it was very um, reminiscent of other, like, like other rhymes that like I, we did grow up but with is that it mom like, has read. Is it like end rhyme though? I mean, I think. Yes. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And he would rhyme things that were like to itself, like his, like he would, he would repeat words so that like the the rhyme the, the end rhyme of it would be just kind of like rhyming to um either at, at the same like a repeated use of the same word or but like the word that I could because I was reading a lot of um like um analytical critiques of it too and like the words that they mm-hmm. like those critics kept using was atypical rhyme which I guess just was not popular during the point in which this poem was published Okay, but he used a lot of like engaging characters and like dialogue was actually used within the poem, like and like sort of inventive wordplay. It seemed almost like not Doctor Zussi, but like kind of in that, like yeah. that's what okay. it was for that time, sort of. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's cool. why it was like it's literally canonized. Like this poem itself has been like it's considered part of the um, like children canon for literature is this specific poem, which is weird okay. again because of like. Uh, did you ever read the Pied Piper? I don't think no, you but, so but I know like, of it. So the fact it, yeah. that we all know yeah. what it is and it's survived, that, that these are the reasons for it, probably. Right. And so there are some, of course, there are some more um, deeper, like, theory theorems and, and – and, uh, I'm never going to say that word. It, right. What's the plural for, for analysis? Oh. Oh, geez. I don't know. Is there one? Analysis? <laughs> analysis? Analysis? Uh, Analysis? I it might be, or is it just it analysis? Just be, yeah, it might just be analysis. It might be one of those that that is also the plural of fish and fish kind of. Yeah, thing. <laughs> you think it's fishes, but it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> but so there are some like analysis of like the hidden historical critiques that he was making on society that we can kind of touch on later after like we talk about like what the actual history of the content is because it's kind of related to that like whether or not you're taking his his um word for it because his also the ending that he chose to use at the end of it is that okay so let's just break down the poem first of all okay if if anyone doesn't know the pied piper the story of the pied piper is that Small town in Germany, in in Hamlin, Lower Saxony, Germany. And this is weird, too. This is a weird detail. It's because of the historical content of the play. There is an exact date for this event that's oh, used that's- in the poem. And it's also historically, like, on June 26, 1284. Like, that's an exact date that this event happened. Oh, wow. Is that... Um, that's a, a really long time ago. 1284? Yes. yes. That's insane that they know the date from yeah. that. Exactly. And it's, it's gonna insane. get even it's gonna get even weirder, guys. Okay. 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 It's gonna get even weirder. But so the, the fable of the story goes that this small town in Laura Saxony was overrun by rats with having a plague of rats and um, illness was spreading through the town. A musician came into town 
and told the mayor that he could charm the rats away from the town for a fee. The mayor agreed, and the Pipe Piper played his pipe, led the rats out into the ocean, and had them all drown themselves, clearing the plague from the city, and everyone got well again, and the, it was rejoicing in music and everything, and the festival happened. But then the mayor skimped out, was a jerk, said, we're not going to pay you. The Piper warned him. <laughs> like for possible consequences that were going to happen mayor was like what you going to do about it basically and then on a sunday where i I think if i'm remembering correctly it was whenever when the adults were in church the children who weren't with them who were home by themselves on that day the piper came back into the town played his pipe again and instead led the children away from the town and so there are variations of the ending of like what happened but like his robert Browning's choice for the ending is that the piper led them to the side of the mountain that bordered the town. An opening opened up in the mountain and he led the children through the opening of the mountain. The mountain closed itself and none of the children were ever seen again. And then, but there's also this mention that there were three children who um, did not leave with them. There were three children left behind and it was because one was deaf one and couldn't hear the music, one was blind and couldn't see where he was walking and one was crippled to it, so he couldn't get up to follow the music. So there's only three children left behind. And all of the well walking children walked away from town and no one was ever seen again. Is that in the poem? Or that's, that's the like, poem. That's that's, that's the, the, the poem. That's the there's three kids that are left. Yes. Exactly. Oh, Yikes. And so that's what happens and that's the story that um Robert Browning chose to end it that way. So this is where it gets even weirder. Okay. The whole the the I'm so excited. <laughs> the origin of the story originally comes from a stained glass window found in the church of Hamlin, Lower Saxony, Germany, that has a picture of the Pied Piper looking like a court gesture, pretty much, in my opinion. I don't know if that's really what he's supposed to be depicted as, but it's a musician in colorful clothing with his pipe. pipe. And um, a description on the bottom telling this story that the that it's um the the with the date june 26 1284 and the um like a little i'm losing the word but it's just like a little like um blurb on the bottom of like the it's essentially like when the pied piper came kind of like it's like a little summary of what happened and it's basically Mm -hmm. just that the children left and what's weird, though, is that you could consider that, like, art. And that glass window is, is actually gone. It, it, like, got destroyed in um, 1660. And I think there was a, a – I don't know if it was war specifically, but something destroyed the glass. But the reason why we still have that is that because they – there were several copies made of it. Like, someone painted them, like, and several times throughout different generations, too. So it's not just, like, we know that it existed once because someone wrote a copy. It's, like, se- like several people copied down this art. This the stained like glass window was in a church. Yes, and it was made in 1300. So it was 16 years after the supposed event. This glass window was created and huh. dated to be created, and it was in this church of this Pied Piper. Like, why did the church want? That? Yeah, like exactly. Most of them, aren't they like biblical art? No, yeah, exactly. Windows? And it's like, why was this? Excuse me. Why was this here? And what also like why? Um, what, there wasn't 
when I looked it up, I don't think I remember seeing children in the stained glass either. It was just like, it looks like it's just the, the piper. You see like the, like a little kind of like silhouette of the town in the background, but it's like mainly him in the forefront and then this date on the bottom. So it's a kind of like an indicate. It's like, it's more like, why was this memorialized like in this specific way? And yeah. the weird thing. It's like proof, but like, why is there Yeah, proof? exactly. And, but what's weird is that like, you can always kind of say like, well, that's a, it's a tale that was, um, something bad happened and this is the tale that they created to explain it to children or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, like what most fairy tales are is like essentially a moral mm-hmm. for kids. But what's weird about this is that there's the same class made 16 years after, or roughly 16 years is when they dated the creation of the glass to be made after this very specific date of this event. That that's like historical event. Number one, number two in 1384, there's a notation in the town chronicles history that all it says on that specific date, June 26, 1384, is that it has been 100 years since our children left. And that's it. That's like, that's the, that's the notation made on that day for that town chronicle. And in the 16th century, a new gate was built around the town to border the town. And, there, and that has a, um, a scription on it that says, in the year 1556, 272 years after the magician led 130 children out of the town, this portal was erected. And that's, and that's in the 16th century. And even now today, that street specifically is, it's a German word that translates into the street without drums. And it is still in modern times illegal to play music or dance on that street. So it's just, Wait. exactly. It's like, that's really creepy. It's these, it's yeah. these creepy, really creepy connotations of like something there's, you can't make a denial that something actually happened. Right. And so of course now we can get into like the theories, what, what, what happened if you don't believe, which like, how could we, that a man came and played music and led children away. Right. Without anyone noticing. Yeah. Like then what is the explanation? And so there's one of the most popular theories is that it wasn't the actual, there wasn't a man, but instead that man, the character itself of the Pied Piper is just representation of death and that the rats plaguing the town were really happening and that it was actually the black plague and that, these all these children died and so this was sort of like the fairy tale explanation for it was that like they like the death came the pied piper came and led these children away during this plague but here's the rub of that is that the rats right. themselves in the story was not um added to the story until later in the 16th century like 300 years after the historical event like rats were never mentioned until like someone else because robert browning wasn't the first person to like fictionalize the story he's just the most famous one so, like, sometime in the 16th century, people started writing about it as a story. And that's when kind of the rats appeared. So you can kind of see that that if, is actually the most obviously fictionalized part of the story. It's like the rats weren't really there. So, like, why, why did they give you first an example of, of this Pied Piper character coming in and leading something else away before the children? Because it seems like, whatever the case may be, that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, the rats really weren't Can I ask you town. a question? Yes. Do you know if anything ever came from, like, fine, like, I don't want to be super morbid, but, like, if the children were led into this cave, like, was there any proof of their bodies being found? Like, did no. they have skeleton yeah. things, anything like that to find them? No, proof yeah, that the, there's no, there's no, and there's also no con, because sometimes, and I didn't, until I read his 
version of it. For some reason, I always had the idea that the children were also drowned, like the rats were. Like I thought he let the children yeah. away into the water. But yeah. it seems like that might be a variation in some of the stories or that some of the like, but in but because Browning's is the most famous, that's kind of like what's accepted is that he led them into the mountain. But it's also like, it's kind of like, where did that power appear? If he led just like, yeah. why didn't he lead the rats into the mountain? It's like, so it kind of seems like if he didn't kill the children, where did he take the children? Like, it's a weird, it's a kind of, oh, it's almost like more open-ended than anything because he put them in a place he didn't like, you don't see the children die. It's just like they left, which is what is weird too about the language that's always used in these historical dom- documents is that it's the children left. It's not like, or the children were taken away. The children were led out of town. It's never says the children were killed or the children were like buried or the yeah. children were like ill. So it's just weird that that's like the language that's continuously used. And like, where the heck were their parents? Like, why did yeah, they all get they didn't away with that? Music? Right, yeah. Well, it's, again, it's I guess it's supposed to be like a music that was right. just heard only by the children, and that's why oh. one of the children who was deaf didn't follow anyone and kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like specifically to that age group, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to, I think if I'm remembering correctly, it's supposed to be when the, when the adults were all at church. So it was like the only time the kids would be by themselves and no one would notice the crowd of them being let out. But so like that's the, that's the most popularized theory is that he's a representation of the the plague but it doesn't seem to really be upheld very well because especially too if this event did happen on june 26 1284 the plague did not actually like become widespread and like an epidemic until the early 14th century like 100 years later so it doesn't really seem like like it not that there couldn't be some other kind of illness like spread around by the rat infestation but the rats don't seem to be an actual like biographical detail that can be relied on it seems like that's actually Mm -hmm. something that was later added on by storytellers so it's weird that they chose to do that tried to give it some kind of explanation too yeah but so a second theory is that during this time there was a children's crusade kind of movement of the government of sending um young like the youths of smaller towns into romania as part of an army i'm not sure i'm not sure of the details of that uh, war but that was like a thing that was happening at the time so they think Harrison like, just told me about that like a couple weeks ago oh really well, yeah and they were called the child crusades like they yeah actually said children's yeah to fight because they thought like they were so pure that they might actually win the war yeah so the crusades, it, there's a creepy thing like that exactly so there's an idea that maybe that's what happened like a, an army came mm. in took these children away and, and they made up some creepy story about why they all killed their children. Yeah, exactly. Like they're, they're all, through all of these theories, through all of these like ex- possible explanations of what this what event actually took place, it still is never to my like satisfaction explains why this was the context that they decided to historically like put down. Like they put it in gla- like they made art out of this within the same generation. You know what I mean? Like whoever this happened to. It was mm-hmm. it was the parents of these children that made that art, you know what I mean, and decided to memorialize so, like, it in this to way. To cover it up or whatever. Yeah. Explain, like, explain it. No one can ever know what really happened here. Yeah, exactly. It all happened within that same generation. It wasn't like two hundred years later and the myth was made and then that's why that stained glass was created. It's like, no, that was the that was the first historical documentation of what happened. And it's just weird that like that's how they decided to explain it. But so children's crusade could be another possible explanation another reason could also be um the children is a euphem like uh, a euphemism for just like the people of that town because during having emigrated into eastern europe 
because there was apparently like a movement during that time of that happening of people um, trying to get a better life by going east. So they're like, it, it's really maybe not actual literal children, but just like the people of the town we being referred oh. to as the children of the land kind of thing leaving mm. so like a crowd of them mm. leaving kind of like pioneers but then like what's up with the weird gesture again picture? exactly yeah it just doesn't like there's so many weird aspects and then there's also like awful things of like less lesser like theories of like well maybe there was like a like a child abuser who was attacking children or stealing them away or maybe there was just parents who were giving away their children because they were in such like poverty or like you know i mean there's like but it's and they're nothing. just depicting him as a gesture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this is, again, like, the explanation that they're trying to justify this happening to. But it just, it again, it's just it's entirely to my own dissatisfaction that none of that ever seems to justify. Because it's like, this is, to my mind, and please give me other examples if you can think of them, because it's, I've been thinking about this hard, is that, like, yeah. I can't think of any other fairy tale or fable or anything along those lines that actually has like any kind of real, like you can't point to a, a point in history and be like that, whatever the, whatever the actual thing that happened happened then. And this is the story that resulted out of it. Like it might not be this real story, but that story is because of this. Like, I can't think of like little red riding hood happened because actually there was a wolf attack in 1314 and, yeah, you know I mean, like it was. It's it totally just seems like nursery rhymes, like the yes. London Bridge falling down, posies, fuck full of posies. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. is where that reminds me of. You, you know, you're so right. Oh, yeah. yeah, like more along those lines, and it's and it, and then you have to think about like, okay, so if it's Ring Around the Rosie was actually about the plague, and that's how they contextualize yeah. that. You can you still kind of you can make sense of that though. Like, because the details in the song oh, yeah. would, would, like, make sense of the details of that were happening. Yeah. But this one, I just, I don't know. It's like, why? I, I don't think it makes sense that he, the Pied Piper was being um, representative of Black, of the plague. Because I don't know why. It's not like the story itself is like, and then the Pied Piper led the children away to heaven or something like that. It's like, no, this is a story of a man who came back in revenge and decided because he didn't get paid, he was going to take like over a hundred children away from their parents. And you don't know what happens to them. It's not a happy ending. It's a, it's a scary right. thing. And, and, and if you can take a moral out of it, it's pay your debts to society. It's not like, right. That's like the only children thing you could take out of that. that. Yeah. Cause that's, that's kind of one of the things that like, um, of Robert Browning's specific poem, some people like to criticize or not like a critique comment of it is that like, maybe he changed details in it to make it more seem like um, to emphasize like the power of an artist. Like this is like, look at this musician, look at the power he has kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you debts should be paid to everyone. and shouldn't just be, cause that's that, I think that is a line specific to the poem. It says death should be paid to everyone, but it's like, again, he didn't create the story. He popularized it, but he did, he didn't create it. So mm-hmm. why was the original, the origin of it? And it's such a, heavy history that it like it carried you know what i mean like it like nowadays you can think that well if they still never changed the name of that street they just do that for the tourism people are very proud of like having this town associated with a, like such a like a well-known story so they don't change anything but like you go back like that gate with that like verse written on it was from 1556 
and like these documents like talking about it happened in like 1384 and like you know what I mean like these are like yeah. old old sources really of old. like of like people still being affected by this like so it's like 400 years after the event but it's still like centuries ago before like really there was world communication or anything like this this event buried itself in the town so heavily something that, like, really bad went down yeah and, and i just can't imagine what to make up is. a story about it because especially to the because if the whole thing is fake if children never died if children never were taken away if then why would you make up never, something like yeah that? like why would you make something up yeah. like that and why would you keep such strict like representation of it to right. the point that like it keeps coming up that like you build a wall and then you have to remember what happened 400 years ago because of it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just but, seems so uneasy. <laughs> it is. That's what it is really like, mo- like really morbid. Cause like they never found the children and they still never really told you really what happened if it right. wasn't some mystical thing. So like, it's definitely an unsolved creepy mystery right. to say the least. And it's, it's like, like a movie. horror movie of a fairy tale. Yeah, it is. And the idea that the children who were left behind were children who were handicapped. You know what I mean? So like that, yeah. like that almost seems to support the idea that like maybe these children were sent on a children's crusade. Right. Because the ones who would take them. Yeah. And so maybe that's why it's open ended. It's because like hopefully these parents think that maybe their children survived, but they never saw them again. Like that seems to maybe be the most believable to me. I just yeah. still don't know why they wouldn't have because like if you think like maybe they didn't write that down right away because if they were like censored or something then why wasn't it like a hundred years later why was the town why was the only thing that was written down like it's been 100 years since our children left like why couldn't you say since they were sent to romania like you know i mean like why was it like that's like the dictation you chose to write down in your town chronicle like (laughs) you didn't it's so vague it seemed everything seems so purposefully vague it almost, it just feels like it was a secret well-known and well-kept. And it mm-hmm. makes me curious what that secret was. Oh. I think they need to make like a documentary, but like yeah. someone needs to listen to this podcast of you describing this and then figure out what the frick happened. Yeah, I feel like if this is an actual historical event, there's got to be archaeological evidence somewhere. somewhere. Right. right. So it like, just, where it, are the kids? Like, well, where maybe not. I mean, but we have things from before 1200, so why wouldn't there be? The, and evidence. what keeps tripping me up, sis, with like what you just said, there. I think that it was the Canterbury Tales by Chaucer was written in 1400, mm-hmm. and that was like the first thing after Shakespeare, right? I mean, not. I mean, before Shakespeare, the first thing before Shakespeare that was like a really huge piece of like literature that we all study, right? It was like that, and then Shakespeare, yeah, in like modern English. So like 1284, you said 12, yeah, yeah. yeah. 24, that's ridiculous that we know that much about something from that specific of a date. That's been passed along. Yes, that's That's what's so scary about it to me. And, like, like I, when I was just starting, like, and I really only scratched the surface. Like, there was a lot of, like, critiques and, like, debates and stuff that you could go into. But I was trying to get, like, sort of the the basis of it. Because this is a tiny tale. It's a minisode. And I'm not not a historian. And I'm sure that if any historian is listening to this, they're going to tell me so many things that I'm wrong about. But... It just really freaked me out that there was so many like pinpoint his like moments like that like it wasn't just like oh it's kind of creepy that like there was a specific date 
like that's weird it's like yeah a specific date and then another specific date and another specific date and then there was a monument and then there was that monument was destroyed but guess what they have 17 copies of it that was made over 600 years because everyone was right. freaked out about this you know what i mean like it makes me feel yeah. like the, the generations i followed that lived in this town were freaked out like you go to church and you see this thing on your wall maybe it wasn't a church maybe it was the town hall but it was it, it was a i'm pretty sure i'm like 90 percent sure it was the church because it was like an important building that they made this massive artwork for yeah that they had and, to commission and just like in history when things are copied like that that does to me mean that something happened for real because you yeah. know how like there's several different accounts of the flood all over right. and different kinds of scriptures like yeah. everyone saw this thing happen or knew that it happened and they just recorded it differently but like also like how there's like dead sea scrolls that are copies of copies you know like yes when yeah. things happen i feel like there's records that last in various places they wouldn't right. have copied that thing if, it, each, if it wasn't important right and right and each copy was so valuable and so important at the time because it's never been like modern like modern uh book production is like a gazillion times better than it was in 1284 like one book was like took years to make right so right right yeah exactly like we never that that stained glass has been lost to history for over 500 years but we still know about it because so many other people were creeped out by it you know what i mean like like i I almost feel like sometimes i forget that like the people in history were still people and they might have had superstitions and had different emotional reactions to things but like whatever this thing was that children grew up seeing on the walls of their like town was heavy enough and like strange enough that it, it it stayed you know what i mean and that it still kept being talked about and that like even today you're not allowed to freaking play music on a specific street because that is supposedly the street that music led away children like that is like that that's a stuck piece of history mm-hmm. so it's just yeah i don't know it really like it's just been in my brain for like six months ever since i like came across that quote on wikipedia i'm like man this is messed up because it's like what I, what happened to the children and that's it's weird really that like stuff like like will we like do the people of hamlin know and like the rest of the world just never will because like they've kept the secret for 800 years and they'll keep it for another 800 like i'm curious about like how much is is, children i just wonder i don't know like how many people could know anything in today from like people in hamlin today maybe one of them had a great 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 grandfather who told them generation but i feel like it'd be so weird if they did know right so I feel yeah like it's I don't... like an ancient secret it's like an old thing you have to find yes and i'm just so curious about that ancient secret guys i'm so yeah. curious yeah i am too yeah okay i just found i had saved some pictures of the oh good of the some of the copied work Okay, so yeah, in the one, it seems like there are, it is, you see him leading the children away in it. Like, you see him, okay, it seems, it looks like to me that he is leading them into the mountain, like Robert Browning chose to. Into a mountain? Into a mountain. For some reason, I I remember him leading them off of a cliff. I must have seen a different version of it. But it looks like he's taking them into a cave or something. You know, yeah, you I don't I haven't seen the artwork, but I mean like reading it or whenever, oh, whatever yeah, yeah. I read it in. I, I feel like I they led them off of a cliff like he did yeah. the mice. Yeah. It's just it's just so weird. It's I'm gonna eight, have to look up just, these pictures for our Instagram. 
it's just yeah, this gesture totally. with like and and he's like I just sent you one of the images um you can look at it later but like he's so prominent in the in the picture in the art you know what I mean like mm. he takes he is like this grandose colorful like did playful go character. after this guy or did they yeah, just go like of... oh well that's we learned our lesson like did anyone yeah. go get him I... or try to <laughs> it's just it freaks me out and it's like and that's how it ends you know what i mean it's like and then the children were gone it's like there's no like and that's why you listen to mom there's nothing even like that you know what i mean like at the end of it and then you go get that guy and you throw him in the dungeon right Right. it's like and if he's so all-powerful like like you know what i mean and it just is weird that it's almost worse that you don't know what what is supposedly happened to them right because because they're giving it because they're making him magical like oh we couldn't have done anything Right. Like, it's like they had to give themselves an excuse of yeah. why they couldn't do anything about it. It's just so like, weird. We couldn't stop our kids from getting sent off to wherever because he was magical. Um, yeah, please. No, other than <laughs> I totally misre- misremembered something, and there is, like, the last stanza of the poem, of Robert Browning's poem, is something along the lines of, like, if we've kept a promise, let our keep our promise. So I guess that's, like, supposed to be the moralization. Like, he does, think- <laughs> he does end it in a moral, but it's just, like... It but what happened okay to the children? To kill your children. What happened to the children, no Robert? Way. <laughs> no way. No way. It does so. not justify that. No. No. I don't it does think, not. No. It doesn't. Um. So maybe the maybe the poem for its writing like exceeded time more than the the content of the moral from the yeah. story, like other yeah. ones do. You, oh, you know? Maybe I think it's kind of both because it, it was already yeah. the story was already a legend for hundreds of years before that guy wrote it down to be a popular right. poem. That's so right. true. Right. So right. I, I don't know. I feel like he, his version of it is probably the best well-written version of it that could, that we can read. Yes. Yeah. Today. That's yeah. not in like um, ancient German on a stained glass window. Right. <laughs> exactly. version of stained glass window. Creep. Creepy. Oh, man. Creepy creep. So now that I've creeped you out, um, yeah. it made you sad. Thank you. I hope. You can eat something delicious. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking another thing for our podcast structure, maybe closing quote. Yes. Okay, good. Because I have one. Oh, that's and that's you want me to tell you who said it first? You want me to read it and then tell you who said it? Oh, maybe read it first. I want to see it. Okay. Yeah. I found this one last night while I was at Cinderella. It was on one of the, the ballet at the ballet of Cinderella. It was on one of the artworks for it. In the lobby, they had some artwork for the Cinderella Ballet. And this quote was on it. And it says, which I thought was very well suited for our Tiny Tales series. If you want your children to be intelligent, read them fairy tales. If you want them to be more intelligent, read them more fairy tales. Oh, my gosh. Who do you think said that? (laughs) That's perfect. Um, You got to guess. Oh, who do I think said it? Uh, Angelina. Is it an author? (laughs) Nope. Um... Audrey nope. Hepburn. <sighs> Julie Andrews. One more guess. Guessing actresses. Cinderella. Walt <laughs> <No>. Disney. <laughs> Albert Einstein. <gasps> Get the freak out yeah. of here. Oh, man. I love that man. Yeah. Wasn't that a great quote? I saw that. I feel like I whenever you find out something about Albert Einstein, it was like, and he was a real cool dude. And it's just like mm-hmm. he created, it's like, mm-hmm. also established theoretical physics. And he yes. rode a bike. <laughs> like, and he believes that intelligence is tied to reading fairy tales. He's a smart man. <laughs> Yeah. That, that that's Bert, so awesome that albert 
We're just doing Einstein's work <laughs> for the piece. Yes, that's all we're doing. One tiny tail at a time. That's oh, right. Man. Thank you so much, ladies. I hope you have a great night. Thank I hope you, you have a great night. You too. Unto you. And onto you. Unto you. And onto you all listeners. Yes. Thanks Thank for listening. You. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Have a great See night. See you next time. Um, and live you. happily ever after. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bye, Bye, girls. Get smarter. Bye. Bye. Bye.